0: Mr. Curly Micro here, uh, with another podcast from the ever-wonderful Curly Micro. So, as I make myself a gin and tonic, and try and make my way through life, I'm thinking about this evening's dinner and what to make, and I'm hoping the abstract will be accepted with the only major revisions. <laughs> Remember, all opinions are our own. This blog post was released on the 30th of October 2020 and is entitled Quality Control in Scientific Publishing. What is it actually like to review papers? It's Friday evening and because I am so rock and roll, or actually because I'm so far behind with jobs, I'm supposed to be spending this evening reviewing papers for four different journals. Confession? I'm actually watching the craft and writing this instead in the vague hope it will inspire me to get on with the task at hand. What is paper reviewing? So manuscripts, scientific papers and articles go through a process called peer review as part of the publication process. It's a key part of ensuring the quality of published work which is then going to go on and reach a much wider audience and sometimes non-expert audience. My job as a reviewer is to do a few key things from my position as a life scientist. One, help the editor ensure that the paper is ethical. For instance, that they didn't use animal models when other methods would be more suitable or that clinical data wasn't misused because they didn't have permission. Two, ensure that the paper is reproducible Is there enough information in the methods that I could take them and try to reproduce the experiment to ensure that it works and can be applied to other samples or data? Three, confirm that the work is novel and that it adds to the body of scientific work out there. This also means that we attempt to identify plagiarism, but I would never claim to be able to know all of the literature out there to ensure this. Four, Respond to whether the work is of a suitable standard for publication. This is a very open one, but mainly means, is the question they've asked of the data the right one? Is the experimental design able to answer the research question posed? Is the literature and justification presented for interpretation appropriate? Have they correctly reported on the flaws and biases that are inevitably present in any piece of work? So what is the actual peer review process? Once you've submitted a paper, see my post on writing and publishing scientific papers or listen to the podcast, your submission will be allocated to the editor. The editor will then select reviewers from usually a combination of the reviews you've suggested when you submitted and the list of reviewers they have on file. One of the reasons it's so important to choose a journal that matches what you're submitting is that you want to make sure that the reviewers they have on file are actually going to have the knowledge and expertise in your topic area to actually comment. Once the editors pick the reviewers, they will then send out an email invitation to invite those scientists to review. Usually at this point, the invitee can see the abstract and make a decision on whether they have the knowledge and skills to be useful in, in undertaking the review. I get some truly random invites that I turn down to topics I genuinely know nothing about. And so it's really important that as individuals, we're aware of the scope of our practice and don't overstretch by agreeing to things that we just don't understand. Once the reviewer has accepted, they then get access to the whole paper and a deadline for submitting their response, usually about two weeks. When you submit your review, you have to justify your responses and give feedback to the authors that they can then address. There are four main categories of response. Except without revision. Except with minor revisions, so usually fairly minor changes. Except with major revisions. At this point, you can also request that the paper is re-reviewed as part of the process. And reject. Now, this is where I have to fess up. I am great at accepting the invite part. I am not so good at getting the job done within the two weeks, mostly because of my other workload. So I am probably one of the reasons that your paper reviews take ages to come back. I am so sorry about that. So what is it actually like to review papers and where do you even start? To be honest, I usually have a feel for how it's gonna play out from the abstract. This is why a well-written abstract is so crucial It gives a really good idea about how the author is going to be able to present their chain of thought and be succinct in what is a relatively short format of 4,000 words for most papers. If the paper has good concepts but it takes extra data or rewriting to get there, I will usually take a fair amount of time to give a lot of comments. I know this sounds perverse, however the more comments I give you, if I give you major corrections, the more worthy I think your paper is. It takes time to give feedback and I don't put energy into something that I don't think has merit. That said, I'm not a natural rejecter. I don't often completely reject papers unless they're clinically unsafe and this sometimes happens when non-clinical researchers make clinical suggestions in terms of antibiotic use or other things that they're not really qualified to do. Two things linked to this. one. If I spend a lot of time giving a heap of comments to try and make the submission better and it comes back to me without any attempt being made at most of them, I will A. Remember, as not that much time will have passed and B. Not be very happy that my time spent trying to make the work better has been simply ignored. 2. Lots of people believe we are getting paid or get some kind of benefit from reviewing papers. We don't. We don't even get a discount for submitting to the journals we review for. The benefit you get is learning and reflecting about what makes a good article and therefore how to make your own work better. Right, I'd better go on with reviewing those papers now. But before I go, a few quick top tips. One, think carefully about who you suggest as reviewers. Two, Some submission pages have options to list people who you don't want to review as they are competitors within your field. This isn't a big deal in my world, but if you're doing pure research, it's worth considering and considering carefully. Three, take the opportunity to start reviewing papers early in your career. It will help you think about your own writing and will improve your own submissions. Four, don't take reviewers' comments personally use the gin and tonic method described under don't get disheartened in my previous publication podcast or the post. They are there to help you, so take them constructive and let the rest wash over you. Finally, if you are a reviewer, remember our job is to be constructive. Try not to be reviewer number three. All opinions on this blog are my own.